Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Dana and I want to talk about other holiday movies besides the classics such as It's a Wonderful Life and Miracle on 34th Street. Yes, I'm talking about Hallmark Christmas movies. Dana loves them. She watches tons of them. From time to time, we watch one together. Now, we do have different reactions. Hers being just a tad bit more on the positive side. I will concede, I'm conceding, honey, I will concede that they are beautifully filmed with breathtaking scenery. They are also heartwarming, something we want during the Christmas season. And of course, we already know the ending to Home Alone, Charlie Brown and the others. So it's nice to have original, unpredictable stories. Just one problem. Hallmark movies are neither original nor unpredictable. The characters change. The actors change, but the story is always the same. I would like to present to you a Bob Siegel Show debut. My own outline for a Hallmark Christmas movie. Usually they have the word Christmas somewhere in the title. I'll put it in my title too. I call this a generic Hallmark Christmas. Here's the plot. Follow carefully. A big business tycoon already engaged to a woman who also loves both business and the big city, is sent to a small town to help his company buy up the land and put in a new mega shopping center. This will involve many owners of charming stores and charming homes needing to sell, and it already looks like the town needs to sell to someone because the wood mill that kept their economy going for so many years has long since closed down, but should they sell this charming little town along with its special Christmas celebration every year will never be the same again. They will, for all intents and purposes, cease to exist. The businessman does not mind spending his Christmas working on a traveling project because he hates Christmas. At the beginning of the movie, somebody always hates Christmas. He poses as a reporter coming through town to write about their famous annual Christmas scavenger hunt. While here, the businessman meets a hometown girl in her 20s who helps her dad with the family bookstore. At first, she and the businessman do not get along. This is very important. At first, they do not get along. Why? Because later in the movie, they will get along. Not only will they get along, they will fall in love. Now, it won't happen quickly, mind you. After all, there's a two-hour movie to fill. Well, more like 90 minutes with commercials. But slowly, the businessman will become enamored with both the town and the girl. They will be teamed together on the scavenger hunt. He will not be revealing during this time that he's checking out the town for purposes of buying and rebuilding. That will happen later. But on the scavenger hunt, he will at least have a candid moment where he confesses that he grew up hating Christmas because dad and mom never got along during Christmas time. And there will be an awkward moment somewhere in the film where city boy and hometown girl start to get feelings for each other and quickly cover it up. There will also be a moment where somebody in town mistakes them for a couple and tells them what a nice couple they make, making them feel even more awkward. Late in the movie, their Christmas traditions will start 
to grow on him. Also, late in the movie, they will almost kiss. But somebody will walk into the room and interrupt them before they get a chance. Jumping Jiminy. At some time in the film, some senior citizen, probably the girl's widowed father, will have a profound heart-to-heart talk with the lad about things really important in life. You see, earlier he had concluded that this dude would be perfect for his daughter. Also late in the movie, we have an ingredient mandatory to every Hallmark film. The big misunderstanding. In this case, it will be his old girlfriend who surprises him by popping in at an inopportune moment to tell him she decided to join him in this little town for Christmas. This big city girlfriend will also inform hometown girl that her newfound friend was only scoping the town to do major redevelopment. She'll be devastated. Here's a sample of the snappy dialogue. You were just using me at first, maybe, but in time, I came to really care for you. In fact, I already called my boss and told him the deal is off. Honest, I meant to tell you, see, you see, it's only the timing that's off. The big misunderstanding. Naturally, everything gets worked out. Not only does the guy stay, he uses his creative business sense to develop the town into a tourist attraction. He saves the town. He saves Christmas to boot. Of course, he marries hometown girl and sends city girl packing. Well, there you have it. You heard it here first, a generic Hallmark Christmas. Now, to be fair, there are some variations to these stories. It could be a big city woman who meets a hometown man, and the man could be helping with his mom's farm instead of his dad's bookstore. Okay, now I'll let Dana go ahead and and give you her view (laughs) of Hallmark movies. They're, they're a little different than mine. So if you like Hallmark movies, don't, don't turn the radio off. I think you'll feel better after you listen to Dana. Wow. That was like everything was that, you've ever that, said about was that every Well, then everything you've ever seen in a Hallmark movie, more or less. Well, so <laughs> in our house, imagine all of that that Bob just said. When we'd be watching a Hallmark, he'd be expressing these things along the way and making predictions. And that was that was fun. But then he, it, it got, got to be of out annoying, of control. Which I did. And, I was spoiling the movie. Yes. You. And as a writer, I get it. He's a story writer. He's a creative well, I wasn't story writer. The plot. Nobody He's spoil very that plot. creative. But I watch Hallmarks to escape, to have a lovely break from reality to know that it's always going to turn out okay in the end and I get which that. is why I watch them I so and so Bob does life can be intense in fact even on this show we do the news a lot we're taking a break from the intensity even this week so yes. I, I get that we need a break so I look I watch Hallmarks for a different purpose well, than Bob does Bob's tell them about watching, the new way I make predictions okay though. I'm getting there okay, I'm okay. getting see this is how intense he is at home too <laughs> tell, <laughs> so, him, tell him honey tell, tell him tell him, tell him So Bob would be expressing his thoughts all through the movie, which you can ignore to a point. But then after a while, he just got to be quite exuberant. So we made this deal um, a couple of weeks ago that now when we watch Hallmarks, he has to text me. 
his predictions and thoughts and whatever. And then I, it doesn't ruin the movie for me. And then when the movie's me. over, she reads them all. <laughs> we usually get the majority And then we count how many he got right and how However, many like... However, through the movie, her phone's ding, ding. Yes. She's going, the movie just started. You're predicting the ending already? <laughs> Within five minutes, he's already and I'm going, speed what typing. Ending? Yes, I know. So I do, I, I know Hallmarks are redundant. I know they're similar, but that's a part of what I like is that I can count on them to not throw me a curveball when I'm just trying to relax. And I, have a, I have a question for you. And I, I do get, again, wanting something with a happy ending. But my stories, which you're always saying you like, do not have happy endings. They're not unhappy either. They're what I'd call bittersweet, but they certainly don't wrap everything up with tidy endings. I write them that way deliberately. So how do you reconcile that with saying you prefer something with a happy ending? Because I'm I'm reading your books with a different purpose. I'm watching Hallmarks to escape and get away. And to relax, I read your books for the story and the intrigue and the creativity. And I'm always amazed at at the creativity. I keep thinking nobody can think of a newer thing to write in a book after all these years of writing. And yet you do it over and over and over. So I love your books because of the adventure and the the unpredictability of it. It's so completely that means something opposite. Else, something written by someone else that was unpredictable, you would like that too. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I, I do like Hallmark for a different reason. And one of my goals when I'm watching Hallmark is to look for ones that Bob will be a little tripped up on because they aren't predictable or they have different. And we just found one this last week, A Shoe Addict's Christmas. We would recommend that. Yeah, if, I made oh, about, come I on. still predicted about eight <laughs> things that I texted but you on your phone. It's, it's a modern the day The ones that version. are magical and have Santa, there's then they can work in some kind of twist. It's a modern day version of the Christmas Carol. And it's, it is as clever as Hallmark gets. This is, this is a really clever one and it is cheesy, but it also is pretty creative compared to most of them. I so. should say they made a very unpredictable one years ago and, and it's in the Smithsonian Institute. <laughs> so you can see it. There. Okay. Whatever. I hope Hallmark's not listening right now, but anyway, I love Hallmark just in case they are. Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob.